needles and jelly spoons. Welcome to Truth, Love, and Peace, episode 48, since we're still keeping track. Right. Welcome, Shay White. What's up, man? Welcome to the pilot. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Glad to be here. Glad, Glad to, to have you. Uh, as this is kind of like the follow-up series from the yeah probably big jam space drivers oh, yeah. smash up from Shizuko's. Yeah. That was awesome. That was a good time. Uh, I need a seatbelt before we get too far into this and to not run into anybody. That's right. And we're gonna get on here. We're gonna share this. So uh, for everyone that's not watching us and doesn't know us on Facebook, that's finding us years and decades from now. Sure. Uh, you, Mr. Shea White, are a guitar player I that I met as the lead guitar player and the singer for Yeah, Probably. That's right. So let's start there. Tell the folks that don't already know, Yeah, Probably is your current project. Yep, yep. Um, so we are started, started off as a three-piece. Um, we've started kind of slowly integrating new people to kind of change things up. and um, uh, But yeah, it started... Uh, I met Quentin back in uh, high school, Fairp High School. And then we met Philip in uh, at Faulkner uh, a few years later. We all kind of messed real well. Um, all enjoyed the same music and that kind of stuff. And so um, started playing out, and that's kind of how it happened. So. Ta da! Yeah, it's amazing that y'all have only been playing. What does that add up to? It like three years? Um. So. Officially is yeah probably it's been I think probably around two to two and a half now, but um uh, we've been playing together probably now for about uh, five to six years like just wow. like uh, we've known each other and kind of you know, played with each other twice as long as I was thinking that's awesome yeah that's awesome not a real big hurry to make this turn <laughs> so the traffic was. Yeah, two-lane road next to a state line right. in the middle of vacation land. <laughs> so we, we do a lot of sitting and chilling at this particular right, intersection. So where all have you been with Yeah Probably? Like, what does the map look like? Um, so, you know, obviously we, we had to kind of start off local to kind of build a base. Sure, sure. Um, so from there, we started kind of moving over into... Um, Moving over into Mississippi, uh, kind of the Ocean Springs to to Biloxi, that kind of area. Mm -hmm. um, we've recently started reaching out over into uh, Pensacola and uh, Destin, uh, most recently, and so that's uh, that's pretty exciting. We're, we've uh, started playing new places, uh, which has kind of been a goal of ours, and so yeah, very, very cool. That. That's well, that's a pretty large footprint from uh, from Mississippi to yeah. to. We had to, and, All the way to Pensacola. Yeah, yeah, for sure. No, we're and you know we're we're located, you know, in uh, I live in Daphne and Philip lives in Mobile, and so we're kind of in in that uh, that location, um, kind of centralized between uh, between that. And so it kind of works. Have out. you always been in Mo in Daphne Mobile area? Yes. Yeah, I was I was born in Mobile. Uh, we, my family moved uh, to Fair Oak whenever I was three, and I've lived there ever since. I'm curious about the Mobile music scene because I've left for so long and have come back. Mm -hmm. And since I'm doing the comedy thing over there, yeah. uh, I'm curious about the Mobile scene and how it's developing and if it looks like it's doing something that it's never done before. What do you, do you have thoughts on the Mobile music scene like that? Um, what did it look like just a couple years ago, I guess? Well, uh, so 
uh, you know my brother Brandon. Yeah. Um, so he he was kind of I, I always looked up to him, and so I saw the music scene before I got into it. Um, you know, a little bit. I just kind of saw, and I'm able to uh, hear from what he's told me. Um, you know, it, I've not heard you know different things. How it's, how it's changed. Uh, like back whenever the Ugly Stick was like the the big band around this area, and uh, he was in a band called Triple Forty. Um, so that's that's kind of how I, so I've seen it from that point and then to now um, it's uh, it's I, f- I feel like uh, yeah probably is um, not necessarily the mold of mobile um, uh, mobile kind of uh, tends to have a uh, like jam band type type feeling so uh, mm-hmm. we, we don't tip I mean I, I don't consider myself a great guitar player I you know I get by and I uh, I've keep rhythm and do some solos here and there but um mostly uh it's you know our our sets consist of you know three to five minute songs uh you know and kind of keep things moving that kind of stuff and so that's that's one way that i think that we kind of differ in in this music scene um but as, as far as just the people in the music scene um it's pretty you know tight-knit community and everybody's friends and it's, it's not um, for it's as not big that, as it is it's a small town oh, absolutely absolutely <laughs> well I mean like tonight I, um, I had somebody uh, uh, Brand, uh, Brandon was supposed to play with me and he, he wasn't able to make it so I have a group text with uh, you know, a bunch of singers that uh, you know just in the area and uh, we we tend to do that we'll you know see if anybody's available for to cover anything or to play with so you know, somebody, uh, Harrison McKinnis, will be playing with me tonight. Um, yeah. Which I've never played played with them uh, as far as just a duo, and so that'll, that'll be fun. It'll be a good time. Yeah, Harrison is awesome. Uh, I can't remember what number episode he was, but he, uh, I went out to his place and resurrected him off on his back patio. Oh, was, nice. Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. That's cool. And uh, Bailey, his his wife, we all sat down and go, Harrison, love you. Can't wait to see you again <laughs> soon, man. That's, that's great. Yeah, man. And that, it, that it's such a small community like that that you can throw it out there and, and say, you know, that's a really good thing. That's a oh, really good sure. thing. The, the mobile scene is, uh, it fascinates me. I, the Mulligan Brothers is a, a band that I got to work with and, and really enjoy. Oh, yeah. um, but I'd like to see Mobile be one of those uber successful places, you know, and, and between Mobile and Pensacola, I feel like it should be. Yeah. There's so much going on that oh, it could absolutely. be. Well, and there, there is a lot more. of. Yeah, there is a lot of different, like the Mulligan Brothers. I mean, they're they're you know Americana like folk. Mm-hmm. You know that that's not necessarily not at all. Mobile sound, do. right? But that's that's you know. No, just one of my. They're a staple favorites. in Mobile. Oh, absolutely no. One of mine too. I mean, they're all good friends of mine. Uh, you know, on top of that, they're excellent musicians. And Ro- Ross is just one of the best writers out there so yeah and that's you know like you said folky bluegrass not really bluegrassy but folky uh, I think of them as folk Americana for yeah, sure yeah, absolutely. versus what you guys do you guys are way more on the, the R&B hip hop side of things yeah how would how do you define or describe what you guys play so we we tend to uh our stuff is kind of a combination of funk. Uh, we try to incorporate the old type of funk. That's, I mean, a lot of the cover stuff that we do is, is that. And so, 
obviously that's an influence. Uh, and then also, uh, you know, modern twist as far as, you know, some pop elements. Uh, and also there's some world uh, jazz background. So uh, we're throwing some you know, more colorful chords than normally would uh, be played or, you know, that kind of stuff. So, um, I, yeah, pop, funk, uh, I'd say it's kind of a genre. Which is... We're still trying to... We're, we're figuring it out, too. So we're, we're still good, writing though. and that kind of stuff. And the more we write, the more we kind of... Uh, kind of nail it down. Yeah. That's the fun part of... Making a stew, though, man. The, the flavors change. Oh, yeah. But you, you have that same roux. Yeah, for sure. Just making a good fucking gumbo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and like I said, we're, we're adding new members now. Um... You know, trying to get to we're trying to get to a five piece that's kind of the goal um but just logistically it's, it's tough to do um, yeah but um but yeah i mean that's 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 the goal uh try to try to you know get a nice nice good gumbo nice good gumbo yeah man just making a good old stew takes a while but it's so worth it oh yeah it's so worth it yeah. i've always enjoyed listening to you guys play it's tight okay. it's um and i don't no, I don't listen to anybody else that that plays in your genre. So it's even that much more beautiful for me. That, thank, uh, thank yeah, and I mean to get exposed to something new, it's fucking awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. No, yeah, and you know, I don't, I don't, you know, at least around this area, there aren't too many bands that you know do the, the style of music, and you know, uh, luckily from other bands, uh, we'll have people that come sit in or. Uh, cover a gig for, you know, Philip recording us out or whatever, and they usually dig the song choices and that kind of stuff, and that, you know, makes us, makes us feel good as far as, uh, you know, other musicians are digging what we're doing. Yeah. I feel like we're, uh, we're doing something right. So, talking about people sitting in and, and being able to fill gaps here and there, how much, since you guys do have a, a very original set list, uh, you know, I don't hear other bands play the stuff that you guys cover. Obviously not your originals, but what's it like? Does it matter when you're putting a set list together, or are you just that confident in the people, the, how great the musicians are around here? Because they are, <laughs> that you can just throw pretty much anything at them and it'll work out. Well, I, I tell everybody that you know will come up and say you know you sound great or whatever. I'll let them know. You know, that's that's these guys that make you know they make me me sound good if you know. Uh, so yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy getting to, to play with play with the people that I get to play with, and uh, that definitely uh, adds adds uh, a level of enjoyment to uh, to making us a living. So. Yeah, because that's true. I mean, when you get when you get to sit back and let Baggins and Airs just <laughs> you know. Make oh, yeah. a pretty pocket. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Bounce around in it. Oh man, yeah, that's it, awesome. It is fun. Yeah, I'll, I'll just you know, just kind of sitting back sometimes and just watching watching them do their thing. It's, it's, uh, it's honestly a, a blessing to get to play with the people that I get to play with, and even the people that you know come sit in. I've, I've gotten to play with just rock solid musicians. Just yeah. random calls like, "Hey, man, can you play this thing?" And then they're like, "No, I got this buddy." who's a really good drummer or whatever and so, um, or really good bass player or whatever and so uh, yeah, it's, it's really cool to, to get to uh, meet meet new musicians and uh, kind of uh, 
share share the experience. That's like, awesome. Uh, recently, there, there was a guy named uh, his name is Big D. Uh, he's a guitar player who um, he uh, don't mind me with, just reaching out oh, yeah, no, shit. Big D. Go ahead. <laughs> he uh, uh, plays with a guy named John Cleary, who's one of uh, uh, one of our you know, role models or inspirations um, musically. So uh, that was pre- that was pretty cool. You know, it's just kind of the random random things that happen where people come together and just uh, works out. That's the good thing about having this big a community, though. And I told you I was listening to Quentin and I's conversation, and he made a made mention of something I've heard other musicians around here talk about, and that's that there's so many good musicians, and the network is so deep that uh, it just it makes it that much easier to to facilitate the whole process. Yeah. And totally forgot where I was going with that because I was trying to figure out if there's anybody in this building <laughs> yeah. we are about to drive by it doesn't look like it so we're good oh, nice. um, but I was talking to Quentin about how great it is to have have a network of basically session musicians mm-hmm. hanging out around here oh yeah to get to, to pick from and I imagine that's gotten gotten pretty cool branching out do you guys do any of the casinos yet? that's the other thing I was going to oh yeah do. absolutely tangent. no no yeah we um uh, as far I imagine as, they love you over there. Oh uh, well, hey, yeah, we we um, yeah, we we did pretty good over there. They uh, they, it's a it's a mixed crowd, so I, we tend to do pretty good with mixed crowds because we'll we'll go from you know George Strait, you know the most country you can get to you know Prince, you know the most R and B. So, um, so yeah, I mean it's we try to try to keep everybody happy at some point in the, uh, uh, throughout the experience. So. Um, and as far as uh, you've mentioned about you know, a set list, um, we, we tend to uh, just kind of feel it out typically uh, for the most part. Um, we don't usually, unless it's like a, uh, we played the vinyl uh, recently and then the, uh, the Chizuko thing, we had a set list for that. So there's certain things that we do that are kind of bigger shows that um, are more geared towards listening that uh, that we, you know we'll, we'll write a set list for, but usually for the most part, the bar scene we'll we'll try to uh, see what people are liking and try to you know, incorporate different things. When you do a listening show, because this is something that's hot on my mind, mm-hmm. is uh, audiences and, and good listening audiences. Yeah. What uh, with that, you don't have to go into names or anything, but what does that look like these days? Do you get good receptions in listening audiences, and do you get a lot of opportunities to do stuff like that, where it's more of what we might think of as a singer-songwriter version of a of a show, or also the a theater version of a show. That's okay. something that's been in my mind. You guys, when you say, you know, putting together more of a listening kind of set, yeah, how does that relate to to these listening kind of shows that you've done? Um, so usually, you know, the the bar scene is where we make our money, and so we're we're gonna be playing things that are. Um, more geared towards that, you know, we're going to be sure. uh, more crowd pleasers for the general uh, public, yep, rather yep. rather than bills. people coming. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, the people. That, uh, one one of the things that we're striving for right now, we've been trying to, or we've been getting better at, is getting in festivals and that kind of stuff where people come to listen to music. You know, and that's that's yeah. the goal. It's not you know necessarily to go you know, party with friends and that kind of stuff. It's uh, more about the music, and so. With that kind of stuff, we 
we're able to break out some of the more slower, you know, slower stuff uh, if we need to. That you know, it's like just good content rather mm -hmm. than you know just people dancing to whatever upbeat song there is. You know, that kind of stuff. Gotcha. So yeah, we we we're able to pick a little more uh, color colorfully as far as our uh, song selection on listening uh, environments. Heck yeah, man. So what kind of festivals have you guys looked at, at getting into? Which ones do you like? Well, um, I mean... I never thought of you as a festival guy, so... Oh, nice. Well, yeah, yeah, we're... Uh, I mean, that's... I, I feel like that's where you get your base. That's that's where, you know, people... Uh, Big people, audience. Well, all yeah, people all, yeah. Come, come there, like I said, for music. And so if they see something that they like, then they're going to typically follow it. And, yeah. Uh, that, that, you know, that's where you get people spreading the word and that kind of stuff and so um yeah, what, what was the question festivals you guys are looking at getting into oh looking oh uh, yeah so um no, nothing specifically um we're kind of just you know throwing in uh throwing in applications or what you know whatever yeah. it, it takes to uh submissions to uh you know launching stages and mm -hmm. that kind of stuff um let's see like there there's a I think there's a, it's called MOB. It's going to be in Mobile. It's a festival for, I guess, uh, just arts. And so that, that'll be, you know, cool. Um, there's a lot of local festivals now that... Um, What's the one they're doing in Mobile? Um, Jonathan Ashley was telling me yesterday. Is it MOB? I don't know if it's MOB. It's a number. It's a 251. Oh, um, 10, 1065. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll, 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 yeah, that's one that we'll definitely try to get in is that coming up um i think they do it at the end of the summer i think they did it okay i want to say it was not too long ago okay so we'll, yeah that's something that we'll try to jump on next year uh that kind of stuff um but yeah you know just uh trying to throw throw in as many submissions as we can for uh people that'll have so. yeah just get all over the place absolutely yeah yeah, we're we're looking to travel, so that's you know, not, we're not just looking for you know, this local stuff. Or me too. I'm I'm not sure. Like I don't know how far to cast that net though. <laughs> I'd hate to get to Tennessee and find out I suck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's cool. You um you had mentioned doing some traveling earlier. Yeah. I uh I lived a gypsy lifestyle for a little bit. Nice. And thoroughly enjoyed it. That's awesome. Looking at getting back into it. Man, yeah, I mean, that, that's always been something, um, you know, that's been, I guess, a fantasy, you know. Uh, it's not so much like a just, fantasy now. People oh, yeah. do it. People oh, yeah, do for it. Sure. No, yeah, it's, uh, it'd definitely be tough. Um, the new, new baby and a wife right now. But, you know, um, I, you know, that is something that's, always been you know, very interesting to me is uh, being able to just do whatever you want you know, go wherever you want yeah. not necessarily have to go home or whatever yeah I would love to be your baby raised in a van <laughs> on permanent tour that sounds like tons of fun Dude, be, hey, I'd, I'd love to do that that'd be awesome that'd be awesome see if you can sell your wife on that <laughs> yeah, uh, that might be a tough sell in a lot of ways. <laughs> in a lot of ways. What happens to the other baby? Don't ask yeah. those kind of questions. That's not relevant. <laughs> it's okay. That's fun though. Uh, just being being on the road. 
I, the biggest tour I ever went on was with a drum and bugle corps, and, and we, we made it out to Colorado and all that good stuff, and did the DCI run, and uh, living on a bus was very interesting. Nice. Did you, is Yev probably your first band? Um, it's basically, we had, we had one of the same people, you know, uh, Quentin, Philip, and then we had Chris Bees, um, that was called Shea White and the Elements, and then Chris went and started doing some, you know, yeah. big, big stuff, and Samantha Fish, yeah, yeah right? so that's, yeah, that's awesome, good, good for him, um, and so, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so we, uh, started, yeah, probably just the trio, and from that point, it's, uh, started growing, yeah, but um, but yeah, so that's that's really been my first uh, actual you know, playing out band. I had you know, had mm. bands in high school that played the talent show and that kind of stuff. But. Man, so you haven't done the the tour like the tour thing yet? Oh uh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't gone an actual tour. For mm. sure. I think that's, it'd be fun though. Yeah, I think so too. That's one of the that's one of the reasons I'm looking at getting a different van and doing the camper thing all over again. Back to gypsy yeah. life. You know, it's um, being mobile. Yeah. It's tons of fun. I never toured with a band, like, you know, being, having to be t- tethered to two other people or a band, that might get weird. Yeah, yeah, for sure. My OCD yeah, I mean, would go nuts. Yeah, I'm, luckily I don't have to, I don't have to live with you know, Quentin or Phillip right now, so it's good. <laughs> no, they're, yeah, they're, they're good. They'll, uh, They'd, they'd be good, good roommates. I'm sure. So, being a new daddy, what's that like? Oh man, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's great, man. And learning stuff every day. He just turned one, uh, May 31st. And so, so man, he's, uh, he's. So awesome. you've had plenty of time to get broken in and. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, it's, um, you're settled into daddom. Yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm still learning every day, but it's 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 definitely a routine. So it's you know. That's wonderful. Like quite a surprise when things happen now. So. And have you planned its future out yet? Um, <laughs> man, I'm just gonna let him let him uh, let him do what he wants to do. As far as you have know. you planned the options for? <laughs> uh, absolutely, music. Uh, I mean, he's already interested in music. As far as just like we got him a uh, keyboard for his birthday, a little Casio uh, electric keyboard, and he loves beating on that thing. And if I try to play it, he moves my hand away and keeps playing it's <laughs> pretty awesome no, so, yeah, so he, he loves uh, Not he your loves turn, noise and, and cool that's great I can see him now just sitting there going it's not your turn <laughs> yeah no yeah he like, literally just rips my hand away it's pretty funny but yeah he loves dancing and all that stuff so um, whenever whenever I was growing up music wasn't forced upon us yeah you know, uh, my parents were both musicians and uh uh, they they never you know forced us into going to the you know lessons or anything like that. Um, my dad always had an, uh, an acoustic guitar just laying around the house. It'd be in a different room every every day. Um, just you know pick it up and watch TV and just kind of diddle around. That's that's kind of how I learned um, to play guitar. And, um, so yeah, it's that's kind of how I'll, I think I'll. I'll raise him I'll, I'll just have it I'll make that option available for him there you go yeah the the power of suggestion and an easy access oh, absolutely that's uh absolutely. that's the, the way to go like the um 
that noise right there. That's what I was waiting for. So the PSA, while we're talking about uh, giving kids the best opportunities possible, I drive like a grandma, <laughs> and uh, that was the sound of someone peeling out so they didn't have to get stuck behind me again. Uh, but I, that's why I pulled over so they could go around. Nice. But that's very cool. That's very cool. Man, we're coming up on all kinds of like milestones. Oh, yeah. Start talking around yeah. what, you're two or so? I yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's, you know, saying dada, mama. Um, so yeah, dude, you know, when he, he's starting to uh, mimic things, and so uh, he'll wave and oh, he's like, gonna shake be his head. Manipulating you in no time. Oh, man. Dude, I, I feel like I'm, I'm going to be, I'll, I'll be more of the uh, the strong one. I, I think my wife is the one who's going to get, I mean, she, she'll boss me around, but he's, he's definitely going to push her over. Oh, she, yeah. She's a... Uh, yeah. He's, he's got her heart for sure. He has to be the disciplinarian. Yeah, uh, for sure. She loves him too much. That's, uh, well, that's yeah, great. That's cool. Very, very cool. I, I was always fascinated with kids because of their, um, their, their candidness, their honesty. Like, they're, they're just not jaded yeah. by life, their innocence. And from a research standpoint, it's amazing because if you want to know things about the way the human brain develops, you can basically ask them and they'll tell you. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, I mean. And they're amazing. They're amazingly honest. Oh, well, they're, they're the biggest jerks in the world, it's too. So and it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's the thing, though. It's, they're, they're just doing what they're not thinking about, you know necessarily the consequences they're just doing the natural thing so it's uh, it's, it's cool to cool to watch that and you know he he's starting to get to now you know he's crawling all over the place and so he's um he'll open up a cabinet we have the little the little locks on the cabinets and so he'll, he'll like squ get his fingers squished in there and so um you know he'll, he'll learn you know not to do that anymore and so it's you know it's it's cool to see him develop and uh you know take in knowledge and learn from experiences mm -hmm. that's that's cool very very kids are fascinating they're just wildly fascinating yes very cool i'm glad you have one and i don't <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll just I'll tell you about it that's right my uh, everybody else my sister i have uh, a brother and two sisters and <clears throat> the uh one brother and one sister have kids me and the oldest sister no kids it's divided perfectly nice. perfectly you got one half of the family that stays home and does the kid thing and the other half of the family that does well you know we're moving to LA like, <laughs> we need to go fucking party man that's awesome though. works out well yeah that's cool oh man I uh I thought I belonged in academia for a little while I don't know if you uh if you ever tinted those waters I, I have not no it's um it's not necessary by any stretch of the imagination these days for a lot of things if you want to be a doctor you gotta go to school but um well okay but it's overrated yeah yeah so yeah so i uh i, I went like i said i went to Faulkner and i, I was a, a paramedic for a little while what and, uh, yeah tell us some paramedic stories oh man yeah so uh, i was a paramedic for i think about two years um uh, while I was in school to to become a paramedic, I was that's whenever I be, began 
uh, doing full-time music, basically, to get through school. And then I did the paramedic thing and was still doing full-time music. And 24-hour uh, shifts is what you work on, on an ambulance. So it was 24-hour shifts and then two gigs on my off days. And then, you know, get to sleep at 4.30 in the morning from a gig and then have to go to work at you know, 7 o'clock for a 24-hour shift. So it, um, it was definitely rough. Um, but I'm glad I was able to transition out of it back in back into full-time music. But um, but as far as just being paramedic, it was a good experience. It was uh, some real-world shit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a lot of responsibility, um, which I mean, I don't, I don't like. I mean, I you don't have to go too deep into it, but I, I can. One of the stories that I've told before, I got run over as a kid, and uh, you know, life or death situation, and that's the kind of thing. A traumatic event is one of the only things in life that can jar someone out of their their Absolutely. current mode of thinking. Absolutely. And so I imagine you saw a lot of those instances where people yeah. came face to face with their own mortality, yeah. which is a huge moment for any Absolutely. individual. No, yeah, it's um, well, in like one thing that I, I I really took away from just that whole experience. I, I was working in Atmore whenever I. Uh, was kind of just starting out. I wasn't a paramedic yet. I was an EMT, um, and there was a person who had, uh, had a heart attack, and he was. Uh, we we were doing CPR and stuff, and uh, there were firefighters on the scene, and it was me and my paramedic partner, and so we were just like running around the ambulance, just like freaking out. Or I, you know, I felt like I was freaking out. Everything was just moving real fast, and the paramedic who had. You know, plenty of you know, years of experience. We're just like, all right, everybody, just kind of step back, take a deep breath, and then continue. And so from that point, that that's you know really a any time that I, I felt like I, I was getting flustered and time was moving quicker than it really was and that kind of stuff, just kind of sit back and uh, take a deep breath and kind of figure figure things out for a moment. So I've taken that in you know past just the paramedic thing and tried to. Uh, try to live by, by that small so that's very very cool because it, it really was uh as soon as she said that and everyone was just like yeah you're you know you're right you know we just we calmed down because it was you know a cluster and so it was uh it was cool cool advice and i had a, yeah. a very stressful time so Context has a lot to do with, with oh, things, absolutely. you know. Because, <laughs> you know, some things you say in passing and you say them in, in a certain moment and all of a sudden become impactful. Yeah. It's uh, context matters. Absolutely. And for those of you on YouTube that, that missed part of that, go listen to it on the podcast. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I've always been a big fan of, of liminality and liminal space and, and how we transition, you know, the whole Joseph Campbell myth and mythology and how we build our own identities. Yeah. That's um, working in life or death, you know, in those uh, those areas of the world where people die. Yeah. Um, it's something I don't think a lot of people are exposed to. Like, I wander around and meet people and they're just like, you don't know. <laughs> like, there's, there's a half a life that you haven't even experienced yet. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely a different field. It's, everything is pretty fast-paced as far as um, you know, just decision making. Um, well, and that goes to what we were talking about with with school. You know, you can go to school and you can you can learn a lot, but there's no classroom that teaches you on site 
yeah. dudes having a heart well, attack. Yeah, you, you know, you know in, in parent school, we, we always learned there's there's the way that you learn it, and then there's the way that you do it. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, and that's that's, uh, well, I mean, even with with music too, it's you learn a lot, and you can you can know a bunch of songs, mm-hmm. and then get your first gig and not know what to do you know what I mean you it takes the experience of being in front of people and seeing how to interact with uh, you know, people who come up to you and the you know, super drunk people that come and <laughs> request songs you don't want to play and that kind of stuff so um, but yeah just you know uh, where did that start for you when when was your first time like uh, as a performer um, on stage so I, I started playing um, started off doing like some private stuff every once in a while and then uh, my brother he would ask me to do uh, Brandon he would ask me to do um, some gigs with him and uh, yeah so that's that's kind of how it, it it started started uh, I don't know if you ever met uh, the Van Etten brothers there's uh, Andrew and Steve Van Etten no. they're uh, good buddies of mine um, uh, Wes Bayless and uh, Wes Hall and all them and um I, I kind of I met them and started really uh, me and Andrew we uh, played you know, tons and tons of gigs throughout uh, the few years that he was living here and so we were, we were almost playing every day of the week uh, and so that's that's kind of where I, and like I said that's uh, whenever I was in school as well and so um, yeah kind of kind of escalated from there I met people met bar owners and that, uh, so like seven years. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's still it's still happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's, a, con- it's a continuous uh, it's a continuous journey. Well, sure. I assure you, no one that sees you do what you do on stage uh, knows that you've only been doing it for seven years. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I can promise you that. Yeah. Because see, this lady hadn't even been driving a car for seven years. <laughs> Crying out loud, woman. Pick a lane. Not the middle. <laughs> but yeah, it's incredible, know, man. With, with Brandon, years. with Brandon being there, it, it helped uh, help you know get me get me to the spot where I can meet people and not necessarily have to uh, like go into a, a bar that I've never been to and like hand them something saying like this is who I am. I know you've never heard of me. That kind of stuff. Oh yeah, doing um, the pitch, doing yeah, the I mean, call and all. Yeah, so I mean, luckily I was able to, you know, play some gigs with them and then just meet the people organically that way and that kind of stuff. And then recently, uh, my other, our middle brother, the one in between me and Brandon, he uh, he plays guitar, has a great voice, um, and we played uh, Tuesday night for the first time, and it was his, yeah. his like first like gig out doing. Uh, and so you know, we're trying to kind of bring him into it too, so that'll be cool. Very neat. Yeah. Very neat. I found the one guy in the corner of the parking lot that we could make feel Yeah, man, let's go talk to him. <laughs> watch him pull out weirdly. Like, nah. What's your middle brother's name? If I uh, Jeremy. Jeremy. Jeremy White. He's a, uh, he's a nurse at uh, Thomas Hospital Cap Lab. Hello, Dan McLean. <laughs> I don't always see the comments when they come that up, nice. but I happen to see that one. Nice. Hello, Dan. And I think, since the camera's pointing at you, I'm literally, literally doing circles in a parking lot. These things happen. 
So what does Jeremy play? Does he play? I assume he plays guitar like everybody else. Uh, in your family. Yeah, guitar. Yeah, he's actually a really good classical guitarist. So like, with the. Like uh, yeah, so it's like the um, uh, nylon strings, um, big fretboard type stuff. But I mean, he also plays uh, just regular guitar as well. But he started getting some gear recently, and so we're trying to uh, get him going. On Has he named his band games. yet? So, That's no. the kind of thing I would do, name a band before uh, yeah, I then, then you get the band, for sure. <laughs> Oh goodness, oh, that's that's amazing though. I, if I had not been doing some kind of performance ever since I was a kid, I can't imagine getting comfortable in seven seven years. But I guess that with the experience, you guys play play some play some big ass shows. I guess I can I can see that. Well, yeah, I mean it's amazing though. Doing it doing it all the time too. That's that's helped. It's. There's, there's, um, uh, like a recurrent, you know, you, you get, you get a feel for it and you kind of know what to do in certain situations, that kind of stuff. Yeah, so, a little um, bit of repetition. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, That's awesome. So time check. That's about. Yeah. Where, where, when and where do we need to be? Somewhere? Um, yeah, I need cool. to play. You didn't say something until now, dude. I'm I'm enjoying this. They can wait. Oh, well, uh, okay. While we've got that uh, for for the pause break, since yes. we're on the way back home, give everybody the, the the rundown on the plugs. If people want to want to get the yeah probably album, yes. Catch up with you guys. See you live. Give them give them the spiel. All right. So you can find us on Facebook uh, and Instagram uh, at yeah probably. Just search yeah probably. And actually, Google if you search. Uh, yeah, probably on Google, then like all of our stuff pops up first thing. So, Perfect. Um, then also iTunes, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Rhapsody, all the digital outlets. Uh, you can find our music. We um, we have a YouTube channel, uh, which is also uh, we we have a music video for the last song on our EP, which is called Waste of Time. Um, which is awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, then we're currently working on uh, new music now to uh, hopefully release uh, the end of the year uh, on an album. So um, then we have a thing called Studio Amped, which will be an hour hour long uh, uh, thing on SR, uh, WSRE in Pensacola, um, which will be which will be fun. Um, so we're trying to trying to get our original stuff worked up for that. That'll be uh, September. So yeah, yeah. Studio Amped, they uh, they do great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And no, I've, I've, uh, I watched the one that they did with uh, Lee. They did one with the, uh, yeah, Lee Yankee uh, with uh, Hotel Oscar. Yeah, um, Nick and the Overalls did one, didn't they? Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. So yeah, I've, I've, uh, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed watching this. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of that. That, that was kind of one of our uh, goals at the, the beginning of the year as well, is to uh, try to get on there. So it's kind of mission like accomplished. Yeah, that's right. Very cool. That's great, man. Oh, it's nice to have the plugs. And nice, nice to have the plugs. Merchandise. Yeah, check it out. Oh, merch. Yeah. Uh, oh, our website too. Yeahprobablyband.com. Um, you can find our merch there. Uh, we have T-shirts, uh, stickers, and our EPs. And we're, we're kind of working on some new designs and stuff for uh, new T-shirts as well. So, 
social media, a lot of the, uh, lot of the website stuff, and I do, I do mostly booking, like, uh, LLC stuff, so, but yeah, man, we're, we're trying to figure out the, uh, the ins and outs of just all the industry, uh, all things we, we need to know in order to, uh, to get to where we want to be, so. Oh, and speaking the business jargon and all that nonsense. Right. Yeah, it's sad but true I'm hoping that social media is going to take us away from that like dude I can envision a future with way less cable and way more YouTube oh yeah oh for sure I, I, I feel like it's moving I feel like more people are cutting the cord though I think a lot of things are moving moving to uh, um, you know pe- people streaming that's that's a big thing now, especially with music too. It's just streaming is uh is taking over. Yeah, and access. You know, I'm also I'm very curious about what's going to happen with the the plant revolution. You know, plant medicine, pot, psilocybin, uh, stuff like that. The MDMA is being used in some clinical trials, which is amazing. But I wonder what it's going to do to the entertainment industry because so much of the entertainment industry has just fucking hip pocketed into what booze is doing oh, yeah. that they've become so intertwined it's hard to get them apart from each other Yeah. and I wonder what it's going to look like when people start to realize oh hey they're way better drugs <laughs> than alcohol well, yeah, not I that mean, alcohol's bad but you know they're way better drugs well, I mean, <laughs> that are coming to be I'll, legal I mean, yeah alcohol is pretty dangerous as far as just um, well, I, mean, not I, good I enjoy alcohol Huh? Yeah, and not good for long-term entertainment. I mean, yeah. alcohol can be fun. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, but I mean, it's uh, it's just as far as the uh, tipping point, tipping po- point, uh, just compared to to other substances, is uh, tends. I mean, I would, I would think tends to be um, a little more dangerous as far as like if you're operating a vehicle and that kind of stuff. Way more dangerous. Way more dangerous. Um, which. You know, thankfully the government did the research and uh, and figured out that the illegal drugs are the most fun. <laughs> yeah. There's got to be a correlation there. Uh, but and alcohol has its place and it's all right. Uh, but as a rival, I think recreationally, pot's gonna crush the alcohol industry. Oh, absolutely. And then what pot doesn't doesn't take care of, psilocybin is just gonna come in and be like, Meh. we just don't need any of that. We can have a way better time and have it be more meaningful yeah. in that we remember more of it and we're not killing ourselves yeah. in oh, the process. Sure. So I wonder I wonder what's going to happen to the bar scenes in the entertainment industry. And I'm hoping YouTube and stuff like that's going to go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's uh, interesting. Uh, I wonder if they'll integrate that kind of stuff into their... Uh, Mixed, uh, oh, I'm sure it'll be little Amsterdam all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere you go, they're like, Look, we're the new little Amsterdam. 
don't know if you follow a lot of that research. I keep up with uh, this thing called Maps. Okay. And Rick Doblin is uh, Johns Hopkins trained MD that has taken MDMA uh, to phase three clinical trials. Like the the Maps Institution was part of the the group that forced the FDA to allow uh, immediate access to MDMA as uh, treatment for PTSD because of its breakthrough results. Like they strong armed the FDA into saying we can't deny the results. It's beautiful. Well, yeah, I think a lot of it just has a stigma, and I think that's that's you know the main the main barrier. Um, people people hear you know what it is, and they're just like, oh, that's just bad. That's bad. So uh, yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why it's it's a slow process. I think getting it to where sure eventually it, it weighs on my mind with the suicide thing I don't know from my, my personal history is uh, doctors love poking me I got you you name it um, just all over the place and uh, so all viable alternatives to this epidemic of suicide in our country that have proven success rates get my attention all day long because I mean Bourdain just to, to date the podcast yeah. with Bourdain's recent uh, recent death is just that's you know you never know what's going on in somebody's life but he is a huge role model of mine and so how to reconcile that on top of with everything that's going on culturally yeah. it makes me hopeful that entertainment will take more of a forefront away from alcohol I think too many people go out to drink and not enough people go oh, out to listen. Yeah, definitely. It's um, yeah, people people go you know, to the places, you know, these establishments to to get choice, and then uh, you know, not remember anything the next day. But yeah, I hope I hope that it moves more because I feel like from the way that my brother talks about it, um, some of the places that they used to play back in before I was playing, you know, out, it was. Just packed out. People, people coming, just like digging the music, and you know, sometimes you'll we'll, we'll be playing somewhere and it's like it's packed out, but no, you know, everybody's doing their own thing, and, and yeah. we'll, we'll get done with the song, and it's just like crickets, and it's like okay, it's a little awkward. So, you know, but you know, it's just um, it's, it's a lot of it is just you know the location and the feel of the place, and, um, and why you know why people are there. If they ever get get uh, toe up, then uh, it's just no fun. Those people have uh, not not the same experiences. Yeah. It's it's fascinating though. I think people are are fascinating in general. Yes. Yeah. Do you so? Do you ever have those moments on stage where you just it's repetition, it's rote memory, like you uh, are oh, in yeah. the zone. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> one of the things that I have to kind of, well, and I, I say I have to watch myself, I'll, I'll find myself like if there's a TV in the corner of the bar, I'll be watching it while I'm playing. It's kind of. <laughs> How the hell do you do that? Just kind of just, <laughs> yeah, everything's just, you know, going on its own. And if I think about the words too much, then I'll forget them, which is something that I've, I've noticed. It's like, if I'm like, really concentrating on the words or you know really concentrating on you know, what I'm playing then I'll 
more than likely mess it up than if I'm just kind of going autopilot. So it's kind of interesting uh, phenomenon. It is an interesting phenomenon. And it, we're going to leave it on that phenomenon. When you come back next time, oh, we, will, we will discuss in depth. But as the rain comes down, I know you're going to have to hop ship real quick, and we're going to not hit these girls in the road. So, <laughs> Ladles and Jelly Spoons, thank you so much for joining us. Bye, Facebook. Bye, YouTube. <laughs> and until next time, Shay White, thank Dude, you so much, thank man. Thank you, man. Have Truth, blast. love, and peace.